Happy Halloween, all you nostalgic campers. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or X at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Gosh, Kendra. You're That's how it's first. pronounced. You, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Today... We are discussing the 2014 film Don't Blink, starring Brian Austin Green. It's our Halloween special. And because it's Halloween, we got a couple of special guest stars with us here. First, Hillary Gunning from previously on X-Men. Hillary. Hey, guys. Uh, I think this is a trifecta for you because we did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We did Witch Slayer Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to top Witch Slayer Gretel. <laughs> oh, I forgot that you were involved with Witch Slayer Gretel. Oh, yes. And here we are for uh don't blink also joining us today is the queen of halloween sally jacoby murphy sally, sally. oh my oh guys she was she was just she here was, i just saw here her. I, I swear i just looked away for a minute right at her oh no okay did you guys blink the three of us have to stay together okay we have to continue to make <laughs> eye contact for the remainder of this podcast intense Blinking list. Keep eye contact. Looking. All right. Kendra. Is there a mirror we could stare into? We I guess we're to... looking at each other on the screen. We just have to go forward. That's all we can do. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll try to we'll try to move past her disappearance. We we'll try. And uh, we'll tune in to CUTV. This year, you can replay each day at five right here on your very own news network, CUTV. This movie hit theater. This movie was in theaters. Yeah, it had a limited theatrical release. How about that? Wow, it hit yeah. theaters on September eighteenth, twenty fourteen. That's right. Ah, uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah. This was actually much later than I thought after watching. Oh, really? It. Yeah. Like you thought it was like a what? I don't even know, but like anything <laughs> after twenty ten feels a little more modern yeah. than I was expecting. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> kind of an early aughts vibe to it. Hmm. Birthday, September 6th, Zach Woods, who plays Ty in BH90210, turned nine. Can't wait, Kendra. You're going to love it. Such I'm going to love it. Show. And September 13th, Joey E. Tata turned 78. Oh, all right. One death to mention, September 4th, legendary comedian Joan Rivers died at 81. Can we talk? Comedian? Yeah, comedian. I guess she was a comedian. Well, <laughs> Am what? I thinking of the right person? I didn't know we came here to slander <laughs> Joan like Rivers. she was more okay. like a personality. Yeah, she was like a personality, right? Yeah. Was she oh, a comedian? Well, just okay. like doing stand-up. She was. In the, in no. the Yes. In the early days, Joan Rivers was like, she was the regular guest host on The Tonight Show. She hosted The Tonight Show like every Friday. She's like, she's okay, like a legendary. Okay, but that's not the same thing as stand-up Joan, comedy? Joan Rivers was, she did do stand-up though. She did. I knew her as as like a person who interviews people yeah, on the red like carpet. Her, her and Melissa Rivers on the red carpet. Or something. Yeah, that was like the last ten years or so. I mean, okay. she's in, she's in Spaceballs. She's Dot Matrix in Spaceballs. You're very old, so I guess we'll just have to. Okay. Take we'll just have to take. Well, yeah, you know what, we'll Hillary? I might not look at you, and we'll see what happens. Oh no, no! <laughs> I don't want to fade away. Uh, movies september 19th walk among the tombstones starring liam neeson based on the book by lawrence block i saw that movie i saw it in theaters don't think i've seen it it's good it's uh it's the matt scudder series that lawrence block does and he's sort of like a 
unlicensed PI, like he can he can help you out. Kind of a, a dark brooding character. Yeah. The book was set current and the movie was inexplicably set in the 90s. I don't know why, but it was good. Mm, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. The Maze Runner starring cool. Dylan O'Brien based on the book by James Dasher. Now that's a horrible book. I liked the book. Did you? But there's a lot okay. of made up words and I know you don't like made up I words. Don't like it. So they that say was clunk. They say clunk instead of poop and they say it every 20 words. They say it a lot. They say it a lot. Yeah. I really liked the book and I thought the first movie was really good. Yeah. There's not a lot of maze running. So if you're coming to the maze runner (laughs) expecting running in mazes, you're not going to get it. Well, they are in a maze. Do they run? Very little. Yeah, sure. They're being chased. Okay. All right. And Tusk, directed by Kevin Smith, starring Justin Long. I've only seen Mm -mm. pictures and heard what this is about. And I'm like, that's enough. I'm not interested. I don't need to see a second of this. No, I don't even want to talk about it. No, I don't either. I know that Sally's seen it and she was suitably impressed and disgusted by it. So, well, unfortunately, she's disappeared. So (laughs) she can't tell us about it. Jeez. September 23rd, X-Men Days of Future Past was released on digital following a theatrical release earlier in May. Days you of Future Past. Hillary, it's X-Men a, thing. It's you a good one. episode on Days of Future Past. That is a good one. I love Except that movie. It's a really, really good movie. Rogue Cut Forever is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. TV, August 27th, Mystery Girls, starring Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. With Joey Tata in a recurring role, ended its one season run on ABC Family. Pretty fun. I think we've talked about that before. It sounds amazing. It, yeah, they. It was like they played. They were like best friends on a TV show in the '90s, as like solving crimes, and then they really opened a PI shop. That was the premise of that show. It didn't last long, oh, but it was fun. It sounds fun. Yeah, we should do it someday. September twenty-first, Madam Secretary, starring Tia Leone, debuted on CBS. Don't know why I haven't watched this show, but I never have. September 22nd, Gotham debuted Ooh. on Fox. Ooh. Didn't that break, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, Kendra's poor, delicate flower of a husband, Eric, <laughs> powered through that whole show. And it he got to the end of it, and he was like, why did I do it? Why? <laughs> I was that poured through a lot of it, and, and then I, I just... I feel like we've talked about it on here before. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Nope, he kept nope, going, nope. and he regretted it. I did season one and I think I watched the premiere of season two and I was like, I just don't need this in my life. I don't want it. It's no Smallville. Let's just say that. (laughs) Definitely not. September 24th, Blackish debuted on ABC. Love it. It's a good show. Love it. Music. September 2nd, Maroon 5 released their album V5. Is it five or V? I've never said it out loud. I think it's V. Is it their fifth album? It is their fifth album. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe it's five. Let's Five. <laughs> this is exactly well, yeah. the conversation they wanted us to have. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Uh, it hit number one and is certified triple platinum. It's a great album. It I is like a really it. good I album. Really I like that album. September 9th, Icon, a compilation album from Ringo Starr, was released on Capitol Records. We all saw Ringo together. Oh, yeah. We did. That was good. Yeah, it was. Megan Trainer released her debut EP title featuring the hit song All About That Bass. Yep. And then went also on to excellent. record a bunch of stuff that had nothing to Didn't do with that first. She album. was like, everybody loves this style. I'll disregard it. She's back to she's back she's to back? it now. She's back. Okay. She's, her new album I listened to and it's it's good. 
I, I quite liked it. Plus, she's married to the kid from Spy Kids, and their children are adorable. Have you seen their children? I haven't. Their little boy wears these glasses, and it's just, I could look at him all day. He's so cute. <laughs> Uh, September 16th, Tim McGraw released his 13th album, Sundown Heaven Town. Oh Sundown Heaven Town. It hit number one. You said title and I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> it hit number one on the country charts. Do, do you like this album? Kendra? I'm trying like to like, I love Tim McGraw and I've, I've never heard of this album. This is number one, Sundown he- Heaven Down. Heads up, seven up. <laughs> I'm trying to think what songs are even on it. I'll have to look it up. I don't know. But um, I did see Tim McGraw in concert, and it was amazing. Yeah. Video games. September 9th, Destiny was released across multiple platforms, and the world was never the same. Kendra? I guess. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing in my head, because that's a little bit true. <laughs> yeah, everyone love loves game. this game who has played this game. game. I know. I they love it. Wild. September 11th, horror-inspired Five Nights at Freddy's was, was released on iOS. Oh, yeah. There's a movie. There's like a movie coming out about it. That. Yes. And I think I'm going to watch it. I think I okay. can do it. You can yeah. tell us how it is. March 4th, Jenny Garth released her memoir, Deep Thoughts from a Hollywood Blonde. Never she said that's my to-read list. You should. Have you read it? No. The only one of these that I read Jason Priestley's and that was it. Very little 90210 talk in Jason Priestley's. So hmm. he's not a give the people what they want kind of a writer. And I remember when this Jenny Garth book came out, there was a lot of like 90210 fans being like, you are wrong about all of your facts about this show. Like her talking about when people left and things that happened in the show, they're just like consistently incorrect. So hmm. I don't know. We should uh, we should do like some bonus episodes and talk about those we books. We should. Yeah, yeah, I love it. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will, but Kendra, this is really yours because you told me about this show. I knew nothing about it. In September of 2023, Brian Austin Green, the star of the 2014 film, Don't Blink. As he is known. Joined the cast. That's how he's introduced on Mm. talk shows and things. Uh, He joined the cast for the second season of Fox's Special Forces, a reality competition based on completing military-esque training. Yes, and I have been watching it. I haven't oh. seen the most recent episode. Okay. But I started watching it be- because Brian Austin Green was on sure. it. And uh, freaking what's her face from the Sharknado movies. Oh, Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Okay. Tara Reed in that show. I just like, <laughs> I can't even it's, imagine. It's not good. I, no. Um, And then the biggest reason I guess is because as you know, I binge watched all of Vanderpump rules and Scandaval happened and Tom Sandoval is competing. He's one of the oh, people on the oh, show. Yeah, this was a deep dive for you, Kendra. You, yes. You really so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it's it's really intense. They have to go through like actual special forces training and like scenarios and everything. And if they if they don't want to continue, they just say like I'm out and they can leave. But uh, I wouldn't bet against Brian Austin Green. If I may be so bold, he keeps it tight. <laughs> He, he and he and like he and Black China have like an argument. Like he gets on her nerves and oh, she like tells him off. It's drama. like a whole thing. Okay. So right. yeah, I'd recommend watching the show if you Maybe like reality shows <laughs> of that nature. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's look at our synopsis for Don't Blink. A group of friends heads out for a weekend getaway to a scenic mountain resort, only to arrive to find the place eerily abandoned. Without cell service or gas in the tank, they are stuck with the nearest town hours away. It goes from bad to worse as one by one, members of the group 
disappear. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Okay, today's episode was written and directed by Travis Oates. And you guys, here's a fun fact about Travis Oates, okay? This is his only big directing thing. He's done some shorts and other things. He's done a little bit of writing here and there because he is most widely known as the voice of Piglet. He took over what? from John Fielder as the voice of Piglet, starting with a 2005 film, Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie. And has been the voice of Piglet ever since. What? That's amazing. Wrote and directed this movie. Piglet and I are kindred spirits. Are you? Yes. Okay. Well, this is another time. Sometimes when we do these specials, I'll look and it'll be like, oh yeah, this guy was in an episode of 90210. This guy was in an episode of Melrose Place. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. Oh, you know, but uh, Brian Austin Green was actually in 90210. That's a good know. That's a good point, I Hillary. And, and I, I would like you to please stay in your lane. But <laughs> Brian Austin Green is, uh, is our star here as Jack, of course, Played David Silver in uh, Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place. So we do have Brian Austin Green with us here. Other cast members include Mina Subari as Tracy. We had a Tracy, a Claire, and a Noah. These are all 90210 regular I names. clocked Tracy so, and Claire. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah, wild. Mina Suvari, it's like starring Mina Suvari. She's on the cover. She's on the, the cover. Movie. And she's I was here for like five minutes. Wild. I was so confused. Yes. Uh, she's best known for her role as Heather in the American Pie franchise, which I know we all loved. Oh, yes. The favorite American movie. Pie, uh, all, all of them, really. I mean, try to try <laughs> to choose a favorite. Uh, she also appeared as Lisa in The Rage, colon, Carrie 2. So, rage, colon, Carrie 2. Yes, Rage. The, I mean, you don't pronounce the colon. I was... Right, you know, but it's not Carrie 2, rage, colon, Rage. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I don't know. Uh, we have Joanne Kelly as Claire. She's best known as Mika Baring in Warehouse 13. I never watched Warehouse 13. Yeah, that's what I know her from. Okay. I Did you watch Warehouse 13, Kendra? No, but that's been on my twice. That's, that's the Doctor Who spinoff, right? No, Am I thinking no, Torchwood? No, no. Yeah, that's, that's Torchwood, Torchwood dummy. Oh, that's Torchwood. I'm sorry. I described Warehouse 13 as Canadian X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I don't know if I'd like it. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, okay, her other Halloween credits include roles on Supernatural and The Dresden Files. That tracks. We have Zach Ward as Alex. So he played Scott Farkas in the holiday classic <laughs> A Christmas Story. I recognized him immediately. From A Christmas Story? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he reprised the role in the 2022 sequel. Which was I... he in the musical? No, no. That Matthew Broderick nightmare? No, he was not. Oh my goodness, that did you was watch terrible. The sequel? It's like a Christmas story Christmas. No, I don't know if I did. Okay, well, he But as back. soon as he popped on the screen, I was like, those eyes, that hair, yeah. the nose. Okay, which like... one is he? He was the redhead. Oh, the redhead. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he was very familiar to me too. And looking over his credits, nothing really popped for me as to why, but he just is showing up all the time in different things, so... Uh, let's see. He also appeared in horror movies like Freddy vs. Jason and Resident Evil Apocalypse. Kendra, we haven't got there yet, but he plays a role in Sharknado, Heart of Sharkness. <laughs> so we've got a couple of years before we'll see him in that. Is Resident Evil Apocalypse the... Which one is that? You're asking me. I, I can't. Because <laughs> I've seen them all, so I'm wondering okay. if that's... I'll look it up. Keep going. Okay. All right. Uh, Fiona Gubelman as Ella. She was in shows like Lucifer, iZombie, and The Paul Reiser Show. The only time anybody's ever been credited for being in The Paul Reiser Show. We have Leif Gantvort 
as Sam. He was in the movie Amazing Spider-Man and recurred in a terrible television program called Star Trek Picard. <laughs> we have David De La Tour as Creepy Noah, or just Noah, but he was creepy. He probably refers to himself He as did Noah. 21 episodes of What I Like About You, opposite one Jenny Garth, Miss Jennifer Garth, who played uh, Kelly Taylor. But he's best known as RJ, the Purple Ranger, in Power Rangers Jungle Fury. Everyone's, There's a Purple Ranger? Everyone's favorite Power Ranger show was hmm. uh, Jungle Fury. We have Samantha Jacober as Charlotte. She appeared as Tina Snow on Law & Order Special Victims Unit and not a lot of other places. <laughs> Curtis Frizzle as Lucas. He was in Drake and Josh and Danger Force, the spinoff to Henry Danger. We have Emily O'Hara as Amelia. She was on In Plain Sight in the Crash series. We have Boots Sutherland as the sheriff. And he, boy, he had that Western face. You know, he just looked like a guy who's like, oh, yeah, your name is Boots. You look like that. You're going to be in a Western. And he was. He was in Lonesome Dub, Comanche Moon, and most recently played Wade Morrow in Yellowstone. Finally, and this is truly a last but not least scenario, we have Robert Picardo as the man in black. Uh, of course, known to us all as the doctor from Star Trek Voyager. But he also appeared in Gremlins 2, which I've never seen. I've never seen any of the Gremlins. I've never seen any of the Gremlins either. You know who would have seen some of the Gremlins? Sally. Sally Jacoby Murphy, the Queen of Halloween. I know. Before she tragically disappeared. She could have told us about Carrie too. Like there's a lot of stuff in here that Sally's expertise would have uh, would have been good for. But I've seen the first Gremlins. Oh, is it good? Is that the one where they get wet or is that something else? Like if you get them wet, then they right or whatever. Well, there's a couple things like they can't get you're not supposed to get them wet. You're not supposed to feed them after midnight. You're not supposed to like. Do a couple things. But then they do. Being a little scary when I first watched it, but I was young. So uh, Resident Evil Apocalypse is the second one. Second one. Of, of six. Okay. Speaking of 80s duologies, uh, we finally watched Ghostbusters 1 and 2, which I've never seen <sighs> Finally. Uh, we talked a little bit about Ghostbusters 1. Watched Ghostbusters 2, and I actually kind of liked it better. And I know that that's, like, not cool, but I did. I liked I liked the sequel a little bit better. How do you feel about the Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Kendra? I don't think oh, I've seen the second one. Okay. But I love the first well, one. I mean, the, the first one's now, a classic. Kendra? <laughs> uh, not having seen the first bus- Ghostbusters is much worse than not yeah, having seen the second right. one. It is pretty bad. I started reading, because we've been watching Mayfair Witches, as we discussed, and I started reading The Witching Hour by Anne Rice, and it's good, but it's so long. It's like 1,400 pages. But wow. I'm going to do it. I'm I believe in it. you. Well, are you guys doing other Halloween things? What, what's uh, What's on the agenda? Yeah, so I mentioned last episode I've been reading It. Yeah, how's it going? Are you scared? It's going good. I'm like 35% of the way through, and there hasn't been a lot of, like, clown. Like, he's just been, like, showing up as other things, but not as a clown. clown. Okay. So we'll see where it goes from here. Um, Hillary and I read a book together for Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Called Horror Store. It's called Horror Store. Right. And it was only, it was like a, a quick 250 pages. And it's about, uh, they work at like an Ikea. It, it's basically Ikea. Okay. So like the Swedish furniture and everything. And it it's cool. Like it's set up. The book is set up like a catalog. Like the okay, beginnings okay. of the chapters oh, look this, like a catalog. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they have to, they, someone's doing things in the store at night. And so a couple of them stay and do like an all nighter to see if they can catch whoever this is, oh. which is silly. Why, would, why wouldn't you just call, just call the police? Just call the cops. Yeah. But then it like it gets supernatural um, okay. and it didn't quite it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go at all. And I don't know that okay. I love the way it went, but yeah, it was interesting. 
I enjoyed it, but it didn't really like land on any, you know, it wasn't. I do feel like if I go to an Ikea now and like the part that creeped me out was like the doors and windows that lead to nowhere, but then they did end up leading to somewhere mm-hmm. very creepy. And yeah. so that concept I found to be very creepy. I've never been to an Ikea. So maybe that. Maybe that oh my goodness, you guys. Sorry. Ikea is great. Not according to that book. Well, not at night. Don't stay at night. Anyway, okay. um, so yeah, so we read that. Okay. And then I've watched a couple movies. We watched uh, the new Haunted Mansion. Oh. Oh, I didn't like it. I I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. I guess I didn't think it was scary enough or funny enough. Like, it just kind of split the difference <laughs> yeah, in a way that's that yeah. I felt. not satisfying yeah. to me. There were enough, like, little things from the ride for me that oh, that's it, true. I, like, I hit did my like, nostalgia. Yes, I agree on that. I did like seeing little things where I was like, that's like when you're queuing up to go on. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we also watched The Invitation, which came out a couple of years ago okay all right um and it's uh it was it was also just fine okay um we watched the faculty <laughs> i love the faculty classic yeah um uh, which didn't go the way we thought it would i enjoyed it more than eric did i watched that right when it first came out in whatever 2003 or whatever it was yeah that's early it there's a lot of like interesting people in that movie so yeah i enjoyed it and then the other night we watched scary movie and i don't think either of us enjoyed it mm. <laughs> at all i la- I, I, I did laugh a couple to. times like, i don't think but... i would you know get the homages and stuff so yeah some some of it i was like what does that mean but most of it it's just like that you know stupid early 2000s humor that yeah. we just don't get these days true they don't, that is true. don't make movies like that anymore that's true but <laughs> sherry o'terry's in it and it was funny <laughs> so there were a couple laughs for me i gave a it two hall. stars a decent yeah. hall of halloweening yeah yeah i watched the film don't blink <laughs> let's talk about it let's do it let's get into it all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> we we start with a quick little like scene from later on in the movie where Alex, who's the guy from yeah. A Christmas Story, Christmas Story, is choking one of the girls and like trying to get her screaming, to like yeah yeah just screaming at her. No ask, context. We just kind of drop. No, it. it's just like yeah, we just kind of see that real quick. Was it necessary? That's my question. Like that happened, and I was like, why though? Like I didn't yeah. really know how helpful that was, but. I guess just Whatever. to show like things are about to get crazy. Yeah. Because then we go to like the the opening credits and they're like driving through the mountains, listening to Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. And uh, having a having a good old time. I was surprised that they licensed because it's the real recording. Like it's John Denver. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, that must have cost some money. It's the only bit of licensed music in the whole movie. So they were probably like, you guys, we can do one. And it's going <laughs> to be Rocky Mountain High right at the top. Made me think of The Shining, you know, with the with the top down. It did. Yeah, it did make me think of The Shining. Okay, so the first scene is they're all driving to this mountain resort and there are three cars. Mm -hmm. One car has Brian Austin Green, Jack, Mm -hmm. his girlfriend, Tracy, and Mm -hmm. her brother, Lucas. Let's say yes. I think his name is Lucas. Okay. Car number two has Alex, Sam. And Sam's girlfriend, Charlotte. Her, yes. Okay. Who threw up in the car. So they have mm-hmm. a fun conversation about how she threw up. Yeah. I have thrown up in a car. It is it is not you fun. You don't like it? Okay. Not fun to clean at all. 
And then car number three has Amelia, who's like the rebelly looking one with the mm-hmm. like dyed hair. Yes. And Claire, who is like the studious one with the yes. glasses, who's just going up here for some some peace and quiet to finish her thesis. I've got to say right away, I thought the the bantery dialogue in the car is such a trope with even just a limited horror that I've seen, like being like, oh, we're happy go lucky before things happen. But I felt like it was better than it strictly had to be. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I felt like they were kind of pulling off some of the little jokes and things they were saying and all that. I, it was OK. Yeah. At one point, Lucas pees in a bottle and like oh, there was like a whole conversation about that. Yeah. Yep. I yep. appreciate the rundown because I could not track these relationships at all. Yeah. <laughs> like I did not understand who like why they were together. I, th- I thought that maybe they didn't actually all know each other and that kind of thing. Like the ages were all different. The and ages like, were weirdly different. They were very like, different. You're 19, you're 45. Like it was. It, w- it took me a bit. Yeah. I know. I couldn't tell if, like, are we supposed to be thinking that Jack and Sam are younger? Because they're not. Like, it's... Yeah. I didn't know if they were, like, older actors trying to play younger characters. I don't know. What what it was. But, but yeah, they all know each other somehow. They're they're all friends. I think they were levels because Mina Suvari's character had the little brother who was in the car. And so I think that like Mina Suvari and, uh, and Brian Austin Green and the other dude from Christmas Story, I think they were supposed to be like contemporaries and they were kind of like the older in the group because- Yeah. And those three were friends? Yes. I guess? Yes. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But we also find out that Ella is going to be meeting them up there and Ella and Jack used to date, but they broke up. But now she has a new boyfriend who she's also bringing. Sounds like a perfect, relaxing trip. Yeah, just love it. It's going to be great. Just bring your ex and her new boyfriend and it'll be great. Yep. So they finally get to this mountain resort. And there's a big sign that says it's the, you know, last stop for gas. There's nothing for 300 miles. Yeah. A lot of miles. I know. It's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Like, <laughs> everybody, just in case we didn't mention so they're all pretty much running on fumes by the time they they get there. Yeah, but there's a there's a gas tank right at the place. Yeah, there's a gas station. NBD. Right there. When they get there, they see Ella's car is already there. And when they go over to it, they see that she's in the back seat, but she's not responding to them when they're yeah. calling her name. So Jack leans in and grabs her jacket off of her face and she yeah. kicks him. Does, does she kick him in the balls? <laughs> she does. And he goes down yeah. hard. Brian Austin yeah. Green, yeah, go down, goes down hard. Yeah. This was the first of many clever fake outs in this movie. Yes, I there thought, are several fake outs. It was a lot of things where I was like, it could go either way. Like this, she totally could have been dead and that would have been a great start. But mm-hmm. also like her not being dead is just as realistic and still worked because it kind of like, you don't know what to think. And I, I appreciated the fake outs throughout this movie. I agree. So she was asleep. That's why she didn't hear them. But now she's awake. So then her Ella's boyfriend, Noah, comes out of the out of the resort and is introduced to the rest of the group. And Noah is he is weird. He's just weird. Like right off the bat. He's weird. Yes. As soon as he walks out from the front, you're like, Ugh. it's like menacing. You know, he yeah, really has that creeper vibe, which I thought was again, it was a good balance because it wasn't over the top. It was like, yeah, 
I know weird people like that, you know, hmm. like totally believable. <laughs> Name them. But he definitely, <laughs> they are as follows. <laughs> so the girls all go inside to look for a bathroom and also to check in, but there is no one inside. No one. For them to check in with. Not a single person. Which they think is quite weird. Mm-hmm. I liked this set. There was like a giant tree in the middle of the uh, yeah. lobby. I liked it too. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And it like later on when we're like needing them not to lose each other's yeah. sight. The, and the trees in the middle, there were yeah. some good like fake outs big, with it. Like, there's a big common space in the center here. Yeah. Like, fireplace and a bar and different seating areas and very open. It, yeah, it was cool. I, as I was watching this, I was like, I know some stuff's about to go down, but I would stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nice. Um. So, yeah. So, they're looking for the bathroom and no, nobody's there. They can't find anybody. Outside, the guys are trying to get gas from the gas pumps that are there, but they're not working. And Noah tells them, yes, Noah tells them that they need a key um, to turn them on so that they can get the gas. Um, And Alex and Sam introduce themselves to Noah, and they immediately think he's very strange as well. Sam then goes to the car that is at the other pump, which was on, or... I think it was on, or he tries to turn it on, and the key because the keys are still in there, but it won't turn it. Like the battery's dead. Yes, the key is turned. Like the ignition is on. So, so what's happened is it's both run out of gas and it's been idling with the lights on, and now the battery's also dead. So somebody left the car on and just walked away. Whatever, left it going. Yeah, and like. Sam looks up and Noah is like in the passenger seat, <laughs> like looking at it too. Yeah. yeah. And they're both like, that's weird. That's weird. Back inside the cabin, Tracy is looking around and she sees outside there's a cup, a coffee cup, some gloves, but there's nobody out there. Mm-hmm. Ella comes up behind her and accidentally scares her. And they have a little conversation about jack and and then tracy reveals that she is pregnant (gasps) but she has not told jack yet yes a fact that really never comes into play but true it is it is a fact it is a fact that we learn i feel like the stuff and you kind of just see it in the background but the stuff that's left behind as if somebody just like poof uh is good like it's well placed like the the food that you see like we see some makeup and stuff later everything really feels like yeah accurate you know what i mean it just feels like yeah that's what that's what would happen i I appreciated that detail yeah because then yeah amelia comes out and says that somebody left all their makeup in the bathroom yeah so yeah it was it was spooky it gets spooky quick back outside um noah is drinking water and he's like looking at his like we're seeing him from the point of view of his trunk so he's like looking in the trunk and then like shuts the trunk. Yeah. Which another is good also, fake yeah, another, another good, good fake, fake out. out. So everyone meets back up outside and they're starting to be like, okay, it's a little, this is a little weird. Like we can't find anybody. There's a lot of weird stuff inside. Jack thinks there must be an explanation. He's the, he's the Brandon of this group. He's, he's like, we got to be yeah. rational here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they said there's, you know, there's food on the table that's like cold, like someone was eating and then just like 
left it there. Yeah, left it. Yep. Charlotte was still in the bathroom because she wasn't feeling good. So Sam goes to check on Charlotte. Jack stays outside with the rest of the group and is like, you know, let's consider all the possibilities. Maybe they're on a hike. Maybe an emergency happened yeah. and they all went to the hospital or something. Yeah. They don't have any cell service also. Nobody, yes. nobody has any connection, so there's nothing they can do. So they decide to split up and look around. So Alex and Claire are going to go to the lake. Jack and Tracy go to some of the rooms, and then Lucas and Amelia go to some of the other rooms, and then Sam well, is going like to find Charlotte extra, in the bathroom. There are, like, the main residence, and then there are, like, cabins. Yeah, there's, like, cat, yeah. Different cabins and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so they're, they're going to go check it out in pairs. In the bathroom, Sam is calling for Charlotte, but she doesn't answer. So he like bends over and looks under the stall. There's nothing there. And then he bends over and looks at the next stall and there's just a pair of boots. Yeah. But no Charlotte. Mm -hmm. So he's starting to freak out, but then Charlotte comes in and scares him. She was in the other room getting paper towels because she like threw up on the floor. Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam says that he thought she had melted. That was his explanation. Like in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So <laughs> he, she sends him to go find some cleaning supplies so she can clean up because she threw up on the floor. And he goes into the kitchen and there is a pan on the stove and he doesn't see. We can see that the stove is on, yeah. um, but he doesn't see it. So he grabs the pan and it burns his hand. Um, so he turns the, you know puts the pan in the sink and turns the stove off. And then he opens the cabinet to get under the sink, but he's like behind it. So he doesn't see that written on the inside of the cabinet is help me. And Nothing that's good about that. That's kind of the first clue that something truly bad is happening. Like that's the first yeah. like truly menacing thing. So Jack and Tracy are looking around and so are Lucas and Amelia. They find a sink that was on with just the water running. Mm -hmm. um, they find clothes on a bed and Jack doesn't see it, but in one of the rooms, he doesn't go all the way in and on the mirror was written. Don't blink. Mm -hmm. That's the title um, of, of the film. It is. Yes. You know, it'd be helpful if they had written a little more explaining what was actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make sure <laughs> see, that you're always here's looking what's at going each on. other because yeah. if you don't. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah. That would have been helpful. Uh, Lucas and Amelia also find like a bath, a full bathtub, and somehow they're able to deduce that no one used the bath. <laughs> they just says it doesn't have like people juice or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that felt gross. Like I don't know if you could tell that, that someone had gross. used it or not used it, yeah. but it's a full bath either way. Yeah. Alex and Claire go to the lake and find that it is frozen over, which apparently. This is supposed to be the off season. So it is cold, but it's supposed to be warmer. So it's very strange that it's frozen. But it does, like, the way that that lake that they show is frozen over, it looks like it's either, it looks like it's thawing. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like this thing is frozen solid. How crazy. Like, the way they describe the weather, I'm like, yeah, a lake could look like this. <laughs> yeah. There was a few things when they, they tried to do weather a few times. And every time I was kind of like, are, do you think it's is it too hot or is it too, like, too cold what are you saying yes like, it was really very couldn't... inconsistent yeah i i didn't get that 
and not a necessary part of it also right yeah. i mean the the weather stuff i mean it's was consistent not... throughout but it doesn't actually seem to be part of it no it doesn't it it's doesn't. part of it somehow like I guess. it's just part of the weirdness going yeah. on um claire is like biology is her thing so any sciencey questions go to claire throughout this movie back at the cabins tracy finds a baby bottle um but no baby and then they find a noose hanging from the ceiling mm -hmm. that someone has made nobody in it just right a very just menacing noose, noose hanging mm -hmm. there yeah not a good thing to walk into a room and see yeah back at the lake claire has binoculars with her she said she was hoping to go bird watching and they see on the lake a boat that has it has fishing poles in it it's just in the middle of the lake it looks like two people were in it suddenly got surrounded by ice but there's nobody, nobody in the there. boat anymore nobody there probably the people in the boat blinked at some they point must blinked, I I they, they must have blinked they must have blinked yes blinked. this is when they realize it's been so quiet because there are no birds they can't hear yeah. any birds yeah then they start thinking, well, are there bugs? And Claire starts digging in the dirt for Picking bugs. They, and, yeah. Yeah. And she can't find any bugs either. Yeah. So they realize that there is no wildlife around them at all, which is not a good sign. Yeah. So everyone meets back up at the cars to debrief. And Alex is like, we're leaving now. We Let's get out, get out of here. Yeah. yeah, so he gets in his car, Sam and Charlotte get in the car with him, and he's like, see ya. He starts to drive away, but he gets about, like, five feet before his car completely dies because it's no gas. gas. Yep. So they start talking about, you know, what they can do. Claire has, like, an eighth of a tank left. Jack has, like, a little bit of gas in his. Noah says there's absolutely no way they can get gas out of the pumps without this key. Which they don't know where the key is. Which they never try. Also, yeah. they never even once are like, what if we just hit it with a rock? You know, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know how they work either, but like, I think I probably would have messed well, with that the, a little one bit. One of the guys says, you need the, we have to find the key. And one of the other guy is like, well, it would help if I knew what it looked like. And that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we never hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so Sam suggests siphoning everybody's gas and putting it all into one tank. Yeah, because there and are several, can... several abandoned cars were already there. This is know, a good aside idea. Aside from one, so yeah. It is a good idea. But Jack doesn't think they should leave for some reason. He's like, we have food and water here. We have shelter. The one thing that I liked about that moment was that he says, Jack is... is, the, is Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Okay. David Silver. So he says like all that stuff like this we have shelter like there's it's all far away but he says for all we know whatever happened here has already moved on so like this could be the safest place to be and i thought that was that gave just enough like mm -hmm. of a question to be like okay so maybe someone would think that it would make yeah. sense to stay here yeah and if and there's not, not enough gas and they get you know halfway home and then they're just stuck on the road yeah you know with stuck, no gas stuck on a road that's either too hot or too cold you know yeah. what i mean like we don't know you don't want to you need you got to be careful <laughs> ella agrees with jack she thinks that they should stay but as they're talking 
they realize that Tracy is no longer with the group. Yeah. So they look around, but she has disappeared. And we don't know where she is. Yes. If only Tracy on 90210 had disappeared. If only, yeah. If it, this Tracy had the good grace to be there for 10 <laughs> minutes and get out, you know? So they decide to start siphoning the gas while the rest of them go look for mm-hmm. Tracy. Tracy. So yeah. Sam and Alex are, are doing the gas. And, um, you know, some time passes. They can't find Tracy anywhere. They've siphoned all the gas they can, and they they have half a tank, mm-hmm. basically. Half a tank of gas. You have a little bit of uh, dissent starting to arise True. when this is yes. happening. Because, like, they're supposedly all looking for Tracy, but some of them are sort of having a sidebar about, like, well, maybe mm-hmm. we should just take a car. So that kind of adds a little bit of menace. Yeah, yes. it's clever to have Tracy be the you know, the first one to go missing because it gives Jack, Brian Austin Green, a, a reason to double down on we're not leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean, because he's like, no way, we're not leaving her. So, yes, I think that's smart. Yeah. So Sam and Alex are talking about, you know, what do you think's happening? Is it maybe it's somebody crazy? But Alex is like, if this is a crazy guy, it's the cleanest, quietest yeah. crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nobody, he- no nothing. He says he wishes it was a crazy guy because he could just like beat up a crazy guy, but he doesn't think that's what it is. And he says to Sam, like, I need you with me. I need to know that you're with me. Yeah. Yeah. So they make a little bit of like a pact together. Mm -hmm. They also talk about Noah and how creepy they think he is. They are wrong. Yeah. They are not wrong. So everyone comes back together or starts to come back together. No one has found Tracy. And then all of a sudden, Ella starts screaming. So they run over to Ella, and she said that she and Noah were walking around the house. And then all of a sudden, Noah was gone. Mm-hmm. She blinked. She looked yeah. away for just You're a second. You're not supposed to. Ugh. Yeah. So Alex, again, is like, we're leaving. We're getting out of here. But Jack, you know, turns on him and, like, pushes him against the wall and is like, I'm not leaving without Tracy. Mm-hmm. They go inside to kind of talk over what's happening. So they all sit in this common area and talk about, you know, what do we know? People were here. They left in a hurry. There's no animals. This is where they say it's hotter than it should be. And Mm -hmm. I really think they mean it's colder than it should be. When when the two of them were down by the lake seeing the frozen lake, they said something about up at the cabin being hot. Yeah, down here is too cold. Yes, but I think it was supposed to be warmer because they keep saying like it's the off season; it's not going to be busy. That's what I mean. It's it's wildly inconsistent. It just doesn't make sense. Well, something's wrong with the weather. I blame the voice of Piglet. (laughs) So, which one is the voice of Piglet? No, the writer director. The writer. So we don't see Piglet. We don't. Okay. We don't see Piglet. No. Wow, that would have made this movie even better. Claire suggests that maybe it was poisonous gas. I love and how like, quickly it comes to poisonous gas and then yeah. repeats poisonous gas yeah. as the prominent solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Lucas is like, well, you know, maybe the animals like sensed something was coming. And so that's why they cleared the area, which makes sense. Nobody said anything. I thought volcano immediately. 
Oh, volcano. Yeah, like, like there was going to be a volcano eruption, and the animals were reacting. Oh. I didn't. Animal. I didn't think that. that a mountain. Yeah. Huh. I didn't think volcano, but all right. So then they're like, yeah, maybe if it was poisonous gas, maybe they evacuated, and that's why they left so quickly. Right. Because it was probably poisonous gas. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Noah and Tracy weren't evacuated. Like, where are Noah and Tracy? True. Good question. Alex once again says, we need to get out of here. Like, mm -hmm. that's his thing. He really wants to leave. Um, but Jack says there's not enough gas for them to go anywhere. Even if they wanted to go, they, there's not enough gas for them to go. So they decide to take a vote to leave or stay. And it ends up being like five to three to mm -hmm. stay. Mm -hmm. So they decide to lock all the doors and windows, stay together in the common area, and not take their eyes off each other. Right. So later on, the sun has gone down, I believe, and they're all just in this common area. Some are sleeping. They're building a fire. Lucas and Amelia are playing poker. Strip poker. Yes, it quickly turns into strip poker. In the uh, common area. I don't think area. they're doing right. In the common area. When they're yeah, doing, in the common they, area. They're like anteing with yeah. the clothes. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I'll see your pants but like and raise you don't you wait until you lose to take yes. something off yes yes that's how it works yes yep. all right so yeah and they they're playing strip poker too <laughs> because if you recall tracy is lucas's sister yes. so he's very worried about his sister who yes. has now disappeared um so yeah so she somehow takes off her underwear or i guess it was just in her pocket i don't know yeah and so he also ups the ante and is going to take off his underwear and he's standing behind he's he's like it's at the, the bar. bar yeah he's at the bar so this he like a really charming interaction like it's yeah it's silly with the strip poker and stuff but i think the two of them had some good chemistry yeah, they and did. they were cute they did i liked it yeah yeah so he bends down to take off his underwear but he never comes back up yeah yeah and when Amelia looks over the bar, there is nobody there. Nothing. This no was the first that I thought was like a really good moment. It was. Like there was a lot of setup that was sort of, I initially was feeling like cheesy horror movie, these kids being dumb, whatever. But like it just sort of progressed slowly to being like, is this like a good movie? Yeah. And this was kind of the <laughs> first moment where I was like, yeah, look at that. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was kind of impressed by that. Because yeah, I didn't think it, was, it was gonna be that it was kind a good of thing moment. where it was just because that that automatically kind of makes it supernatural because he does right disappear. Yeah. I mean he just yeah, you know. This is it's the first like disappearance. The other yeah, the other ones were see. impersonal, like it didn't happen in yeah. front of us, so who knows? So Amelia freaks out. Yeah. Alex suddenly remembers he has a gun in oh. the car. So what can't be made what situation better? is it made better? <laughs> yeah. Uh so he goes out to get the gun. And Jack follows him out and is like, you know, what are you going to do with a gun? And Alex is like, hey, remember, I wanted to leave. No matter what's about to happen, you just remember that yeah, I wanted like to get out of here. There are a couple of times in this movie where there's no eyes on specific people, but yeah, they don't that's disappear. Yeah, it so I, it is true. I wondered what the, what the rules, what are the rules? Is it just... I think sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I feel like the only rule is it won't happen if you're looking at them. Mm -hmm. But like, 
it doesn't necessarily happen just because you're not looking right. at them. Mm. Right. Well, that makes it creepier. Back inside, Jack and Sam are trying to, you know, think through what's happening. Jack is like, maybe there are hidden doors or panels mm-hmm. that we're not seeing. Um, but they quickly, you know, yeah. say that yeah. that's pretty stupid. Jack thinks, you know, ask the group, like, what can we do to protect ourselves? There has to be something. Uh, Amelia jumps on the, this is retribution. She's like, she found she a Bible. Oh, this I love this moment. So funny. She just yeah. walks into the room hugging a Bible and is just completely bananas yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. She says, God is punishing us for our sins. And... <laughs> And Alex is like, when did you get pious? Like, aren't you the slut yeah. of this group? <laughs> like, where'd you get the Bible? It was really funny. My yeah. favorite part was where Alex is like, well, I figured this was coming, but I thought it was going to be the other girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really funny. Like, genuinely funny. They say, you know, Tracy was a devout Catholic. She was studying to be a kindergarten teacher. Like, what was God punishing her for? Right. Nobody goes for a uh, rapture, though. That's true. That's yeah. Never, yeah, that's never mentioned. You would think if they were bringing in the Bible, they would say rapture, yeah. but maybe no. So no one, no one, you know, has any ideas. So they kind of settle down again. Ella goes to sit with Jack and she like hugs his legs because mm-hmm. she like sits on the floor next to him. Yeah. Oddly intimate. And their exes, remember. Yeah, they have like, yeah, they're exes. So they have like a little, you know, intimate moment. Uh, comforting each other and then Ella suggests that they go to the kitchen to get something to eat I also didn't understand this part Sam doesn't follow right away and he his hand is bleeding uh, and then he opens his hand and is it like glass in his, glass hand, in his hand yeah yeah did that ever come back I think he's just freaking out I think that's all it is because when the dude disappears behind the bar, she's holding like a big bottle or something and she drops it and it shatters. And so there's glass yeah. shards all over the place and he picks one up. And I think he's just like, I don't know. Just like he clenching cut his it. hand. I think he's just clenching it. Yeah. I think he's just sort of like control, huh. you know, I think it's just uh. him freaking out is all it is, but it doesn't, it, it was a weird moment. Yeah. It was maybe a red herring. Maybe it's like, Oh, he's doing maybe. it. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really get that vibe, but maybe. So yeah, they all go to the kitchen and Ella um, is like, you know, what should I make? And they throw out some suggestions. So she decides she's going to look for stuff to make sandwiches. And this was, I think this was one of the best bake yes, So she opens, yes. she opens the fridge and Amelia is standing on the other side. But you can see Jack looking at Amelia the whole time that the fridge door is open. Mm. So Ella gets all this stuff out of the fridge, closes it. Amelia's still there. But then, is it Charlotte then goes back to the fridge to get one more thing out? No one is looking at Amelia this time. She closes the door and Amelia is gone. I loved this. Really good because it was a really good fake out. The first fridge open is long. Like it's weirdly long. Yeah. And they pay, you pay a lot of attention Mm -hmm. to it. So you think, oh, here we go. And they close it and she's there. And I was like, oh, yes. Uh, And then gone (laughs) again. Yeah. 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 And I liked how it was like very like Jack is standing there looking yes. directly See, I didn't at Amelia. That. I was just and then he the turns door. away the second time and I was like, oh no, he's not looking at her anymore. Yeah. So Charlotte then she freaks out and Sam just 
loses it. And this was very out of the blue. I thought he was, he seemed very level-headed for most of this. Um, But he freaks out. He grabs the gun out of Alex's pants because he had it tucked into his pants. And he shoots Alex. Yeah. I think he's just in the shoulder. Because I mean, like, this was a really, like, all of them were a part of this very alarming thing that was very obvious and startling. And I think he just, like, like, lost it. Like, he just, like, Mm -hmm. his brain fizzled. Yeah. So, yeah. So he shoots Alex, and then he grabs Charlotte, his girlfriend, and they make a run for the car. Jack and Claire chase after them, and they're trying to get them not to drive off. But they do drive off, but they don't get very far, and the car just stops. But it still has it's power. Going, it still it. has power. It's I not. It, it still has power. It just stops towards a tree, and you think it's going to be this big dramatic thing. Like it starts to veer off, and like, oh, they're going to crash. But it just kind of slowly peters mm-hmm. and stops. And I just loved. <laughs> I loved how they did that. I did too. It yeah. just was yeah. so good. Claire and Jack remark that it has apparently snowed yeah There's i like snow that. everywhere yes um and the snow was not there before so they approach the car and when they open the door the light turns on sam is gone but charlotte is still there yeah. so alex comes to the car and he pulls charlotte out and he this is the scene that we saw at the so very alex beginning where shot, he's like so he's bleeding from the shoulder you know it's not a fatal yes. thing and he he's choking her on the ground, saying, like, what did you see? You you had to have seen something. You were right in the car. Um, and so they, you know, pull. Pull. I think he like punches Jack punches Alex yeah, in the face. Yeah, he does. Is that what yeah, happens? Punches him right in yeah. The face. To get him off of Charlotte. And they take Charlotte back inside. But he and Jack sit there for a minute. And Alex is just like, we can't leave. Nothing matters. Like, we're dead no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently the keys are gone. Like, the keys disappeared with Yeah, like Sam. <laughs> like Sam had the keys when he disappeared, and so there's yeah. no keys anymore. No keys. But the gun's still there. Yeah, the gun. Right. Great. So later on, back at the house, Ella, who is studying to be a nurse, I believe, um, patches, she's patched up Alex. They found a medical kit, I guess. Um, Charlotte is completely like unresponsive. Yeah, she's basically she's just like, sitting. Yeah, yeah, she's just sitting in a chair, like not talking. And yeah, Claire starts talking about you know she doesn't understand what's happening with the weather. Jack takes Ella upstairs because she's what? Why can't they all just sleep in the living room? Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I think they have, I have to go upstairs. Why? But <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, he takes her up there so that she can go to sleep. And as soon as they get upstairs, she, like, starts taking off her clothes. I guess just to get comfortable to sleep. But, like, I don't know. In that situation, I'd probably just, like, leave probably, my clothes on. Probably, yeah. Um, so Jack sits on the bed, and he starts crying. Yeah, not um, a great so cry, she... Brian Austin Green, <laughs> we learned today. <laughs> no. Um, so she, you know, comes over to comfort him, and one thing leads to another. And they get busy, because... Both their both their boyfriend their yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend have disappeared. Yeah. So what else are they? What, what else are they to supposed do? to do? I don't know. We do yeah. fully see Brian Austin Green's butt, or That's Brian true. Austin Green's yeah. body doubles. Butt. Possibly I his don't body know. double. His butt double. There's a, his <laughs> possibly Brian Austin Green's butt double. Uh, we don't know for sure. There's a lot. Somebody's of, butt. There's a lot of almosts. 
So we get our we get our. Skin. I actually had I had to skip over this part because I I was watching it in public. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want people to look at my phone and be like, "What the heck?" Yeah. So I like I was like skipping ahead. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. but thank you for filling in the. Uh, the they yes. had sex. There. They, yeah, sex was had. Yeah. No, I got that. Oh, okay, I got right. that. That's what okay. I, I figured. I saw it where was it was not going. platonic between the two of them. Yeah. Afterwards, they're you know laying in bed and he's talking about he doesn't want to die. And she says, you know, we're not going to die. Like, they're just kind of, they're talking to each other. And the camera slowly pans down so that we can't, we always see is the side of of Jack. And we can't see her on the other side. I'm pretty sure that I saw her move down. Like, Mm. like as the camera was moving, I was staring at her. And I'm pretty sure I saw her sort of being like, and. I'm going down. Well, you do. You see the blanket like go when he looks over. You have a minute where you think, yeah, like he's talking and there's a pause and you think, oh, she's gone. And then she responds. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, the blanket, the the sheet kind of flutters down. I actually thought that was maybe the creepiest part of this for me. Something about the way the sheet dropped. I just was like, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. His freak out, I thought was pretty good. It was. Like yeah. it was, it felt real. Yeah. Like scared. Yeah. He like, like, he like gets out of the bed and like yeah. gets against the wall. Yeah. So he gets dressed, goes back downstairs and. We weren't tells, having sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tells Claire that Ella is gone. And then there's a knock on the door. This was good too. Ooh. I liked this. Ooh. Yeah. In in the, the, the rest of the group, we have Jack Claire, Alex, and Charlotte yes. are the are the four that are left. So they decide, you know, it's just like this slow, yeah. menacing mm-hmm. knock on the door. And they decide they're gonna answer it. So they go to the door, Jack opens it, and it's Noah. From the beginning. Who we thought disappeared earlier. Right. But he was one of the impersonal ones. So yes. it is conceivable. Yes. That he didn't actually like disappear, disappear. She said they were walking yes. like along the hills in the back and he was just gone. Yeah. So he says he fell into a ditch yeah. and then he like just came to. He's like, yeah. what? And <laughs> which I don't know. That's. Yeah. Surely she would have seen him fall into a ditch, yeah. but I, guess I don't know. He fell perfectly silently. <laughs> instantly. <laughs> a sinkhole just opened up and he was like, I better not scream. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Alex doesn't believe him, and Alex is really starting to lose it. At the, I mean, he was already starting to lose it, but this is where he goes pretty crazy. His transition, so he, I thought, was pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. He he puts Noah in a chair, and then he starts trying to ask. Like he thinks that he's the mastermind. You know, he's the one doing the it. mastermind, yeah. or he's you know seeing where everyone's going or whatever. Or it's not really so, him. Like, yes, yeah. so they sent yeah. someone else back to look like him and mm-hmm. trick them. Yeah. So Noah says he doesn't know what's going on. So Alex shoots him in the leg, and then when he continues to say he doesn't know what's going on, he shoots him in the other leg. So Pretty he's brutal. Like yeah. on the yeah. So he's on the ground now. Um. At one point, he asks where Ella is, and they're like, Ella's gone, and he's very upset by this. And he very, he convincingly acts like he has no idea what's been happening. He does, yeah. 
Yeah. Because everybody else has been living through these like disappearing, disappearing. And Noah is just like, what are you talking about? What a strange ditch (laughs) nap I've had, but now. Uh, Yeah. So Alex is like, I don't even know if we don't even know if he's human. Like we don't, we don't know. He's been gone this whole time. So Claire is like, let we like, we're not doing it like this. We want answers, but let's not do it like this. But Alex is like, I'm not, we're not keeping Noah in the house. So I thought this was the creepiest part. He Mm -hmm. drags Noah out of the house and Noah's like screaming Mm -hmm. and it's just like streaks of blood Uh, from his legs. It's like an overhead shot. So you're just Mm -hmm. watching the blood smeared across the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And he drags Noah onto the porch and just shuts the door. And we hear him like screaming, like, please let me in, please help me. And then all of a sudden, mid scream, it just goes silent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alex is like, oh, well, I guess he, <laughs> I yeah. guess it was him. <laughs> but Alex, he's like, it doesn't, like, nothing matters. I could shoot you guys, it wouldn't matter um, because we're all going to disappear. And, you know, everything we did in life is not going to matter. We're just going to cease to exist. At this point, I forgot Charlotte existed. Me too. They yeah, show me Charlotte. Too. At, me too. Because she they showed Charlotte at one point, and I was like, "Oh, Charlotte's still here." And he's talking about, you know, I may have done all these monstrous things, but no one's ever going to know. And Claire's like, "Well, we'll know." And he's like, "Yeah, well, until you, yep, until you disappear." Yep. And then he says that all the people who died left no trace. And he wants people to remember that he was here. And so he shoots himself. Yeah. What was a startling moment? It was. It was very sudden. Um, <laughs> so no more Alex. Yep. Okay, so now so now we have just Charlotte, Claire, and Jack are the only three left. And they're saying, you know, that now they've kind of caught on that they can't not look. Right at the person if they don't look at the person that's when they disappear so she and him have like a conversation at the bar and after the conversation they look over and alex is not in the chair anymore and there's no blood there's no blood yeah yeah no blood and they also look on the floor and the blood streaks Mm -hmm. from noah being dragged out are also gone so doesn't doesn't matter, mm-hmm. I guess. You're just like completely gone. Charlotte's still there though. And this was like a he and her, like Jack and Claire are keeping very close eye contact, but they're not looking at Claire. No, so I don't know no. why. Uh, yeah, I don't Charlotte, so I don't know why she doesn't disappear. So as they're standing there, the phone rings and it's someone trying to make a reservation. <laughs> and Jack says, No, we're not taking any more yeah. reservations. Yeah. And earlier they've looked everywhere for a phone and they can't find it. Like they've looked everywhere and there's yeah. no landlines. And when Sam says, Well, they must have something because they have an internet site, which I yeah. think calling it an internet <laughs> site in 2014 was a weird move. But uh, it's a motorcycle. It's like a novelty like a phone. Motorcycle. It's like a novelty phone. And so they didn't recognize oh. that it was a phone until it rang. And then Brian Austin Green picks it up and he's like, <laughs> he says they have, they have a, a motorcycle, motorcycle phone. phone. And so now I, know, I was like, phone. what's a motorcycle phone? Yeah. I was so confused. It's a classic, like, you know, Garfield or like it's a football. Yeah. And this part comes out. It's just one of those things. So Claire calls 911 
and says there's been a horrible accident. Send as many people as you have. And they are going to come, but it is going to take them about three hours. Mm-hmm. Because again, to this, get there. this ranch is on Neptune. So they <laughs> yeah. really have to, it's this travel. It's a home. very far, yeah. yes, very far away. So they, you know, they don't know if they can make it three hours, but they're going to try and just stare into each other's eyes mm-hmm. for three hours and hope that they stay. You had a so good they idea start... when we were watching this, Nick, because mm. they, they kept trying to like stare and not close their eyes and everything. And Nick was like, just do one at a time. Just blink your left eye. Yeah, just close one blink eye at a time. Right Never cross my blink. mind. You got to moisturize. You got to moisturize. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, how, how could keep... they possibly do this? Yeah, that's all. Uh, so they stare into each other's eyes for a minute and then all of a sudden the lights go out that was creepy Creepy and this was where i noticed that they had sort of been doing a thing where it sort of feels like something was responding to them figuring things out so it started to feel more intentional than just like a random thing because like when they tried to do Mm. the car that was the moment when they when someone disappeared from the car like that's they have to deal with that and this one was when they were like okay it's fine as long as we just keep looking at each other and then the lights go out so it's like they had responded to that yeah which added another Mm -hmm. level of creepy it did it did yes it did so they find, you know, there's Claire screaming and they're trying to find the lights. Jack finds some matches and they light some candles. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte didn't disappear in the, yep. I thought she was going to disappear in the dark here. Yeah. Um, they had a she full candelabra. They did. It was yeah. like an eight yeah. Yeah. candle yeah. holder. <laughs> I was like, is it yeah, and some big, doing? Some big candles. <laughs> um, so they, you know, settle down in the middle of the room. They sit on the floor and... Um, they talk about like maybe we should try and fix the lights, but we'll probably have to go outside. So let's not. They don't want to go outside. Um, and Jack and Claire have a little heart to heart. Jack talks about how he actually knew that Tracy was pregnant and that yeah. he had the this ring and he was w- going to propose to her Which, when she finally told him about the baby. Like that makes him sleeping with his ex seem even sleazier. But that's true. It does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It does. Yeah. He was upset. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? He was upset. He was seeking comfort. I'm sad. Yeah. I have to have sex with of my Of course. Ex. Of course. There Who is among us? so much <laughs> <laughs> There is so much like snot and like Yeah. noises in this scene. Cause they because Claire's crying, so she keeps like Yeah. You know, like and it's it's just too much. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, so they talk about, you know, why is this happening? And Jack's like, I don't even know if I care why it's happening. Like, I kind of just want it to be done. Like, if I'm going to disappear, I just want it to happen. Mm-hmm. But Claire says, you know, she, she's she been working towards being a biologist. And she's, you know, been working on her thesis. And it's been her life. And so she hasn't lived yeah. because she's been working towards this goal. And she's like, I've only seen six movies since I started my thesis. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's kind of. I mean, that's not like a terrible number. So she's saying, you know, she doesn't want to die or disappear before she gets to live. She also then says that she has to use the bathroom. Uh And so Jack and Charlotte go to the bathroom with her and like watch her. Yeah, they have a whole conversation. I mean, we don't like see it. No, but Jack's like, I'm not going to look. And she's like, oh, yes, you are. We're just going to keep eye (laughs) contact. So keep it upstairs, you know. But yeah, a little awkward. 
Yeah. So then they're in the bathroom. Ooh. With the candles and, and the mirror, and it's all with the candles and the yeah. big mirror, and they're looking in the mirror, and Charlotte just says, "I'm going away now." Yeah. And when they turn to look at her, she's gone. Yeah. yeah. I said the sheets thing was the creepiest, but I actually this think was this, the was, this was the creepiest. I thought it. this was the creepiest. That was very creepy. It, was. it yeah. was a good moment. Because she's been like catatonic and she, she hasn't speaks. spoken in so long. It's, yeah. It has sort of like a like a prophetic feel yeah. to it, the way she delivers it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yep. like she knows something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just the two of them, and they are just gonna stare in the mirror. And not blink. That's their, that's the only thing they know to Fine. do. So we see the candles like suddenly are shorter. Yep. So we time, time has passed. Has passed. Yep. And they're really fighting sleep at this point. And both their eyes like start to close. And then at one point, both their eyes close. Mm-hmm. And Jack is just like sucked yeah, back sort of, like, into enveloped. the yeah. darkness. Yeah. And Claire realizes that she is by herself. And she is, you know, upset about this, but then she hears sirens Mm -hmm. and she's just starts saying, I'm still here. And she says that over and over and over again. And she runs out and the whole front yard is filled with police and firefighters. And the, this whole squad has showed up to help her and they give her a blanket and they're like, you're safe now. And they put her in the, in the cop car and we see, and there's this man with in black, I guess, is that what, what he's called? And he's like, we need to do a sweep and get out of here. We don't know when it'll happen. Like, it seems like he knows. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what's going on. They've got like some sort of sensor thing that they're like taking into the room. Like in Ghostbusters, which I've seen. Yeah. Which you've seen now. So he leans into the car and, you know, asks Claire if anyone else is with her. Um, and she just tells him, don't blink. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I never do. Yeah. And this feels like almost like, OK, that's the end. And now it's going to pan away from her mm-hmm. in the car. Like they're going to be all dealing with the situation. Yeah. But then she leans over in the car just to like, I don't know, she's just like, put her head in yeah, her she's hands. Like, yeah. yeah. And then. We kind of the camera leans with her, and everything suddenly goes all the quiet. sounds stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she sits back up, and everybody is gone. Mm-hmm. And we just hear Alex's voiceover about how what does he say? Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. We're all, We're all going to disappear. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. Yep, that's the end. I don't. I don't know if I believe the ending because surely all, some people were looking at some people. I- liked the end. There were so many people in the I was good. I just don't know if it makes sense. I like it because it felt so true to what so many like disaster things and haunting things do at the end because it's like you're alone, you're isolated but once you are with civilization and like there's cops or like lights or whatever, it's like this is now we relax. Yeah. This is Mm -hmm. like everything that has gone wrong. As soon as there's a blanket on your shoulders, the, the movie's over. Yeah. And so to then yeah. have it be that dramatic of a shift, like it's not even like, oh, but but that guy over there was there and he disappeared mm-hmm. or something. It's just everybody. So it's yeah. like nothing that you expect yeah. to be safe is even safe. Right. Like nothing there's mm-hmm. no yeah. solving this problem. Yeah. Yep. 
Even the guy, mm -hmm. like you have the, the the men in black who are like very clearly on top of the situation. They have the science to deal with this. Yep. Even them, they're gone. I liked it. They're gone. Yeah. I liked it too. I definitely liked that it was like the creepy ending. I just have, find it hard to believe that none of them were looking at True. each other. Well, I think it's- <laughs> They're all taking all notes. Disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like kind of what Hillary was saying earlier, that the whatever it is, is sort of starting to respond to them figuring it out. And yeah. now that they think they have it under control, it like levels up. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. Like it's kind of like one step further, like it just keeps going. So- Yeah. I did yeah. not- I, I was going to say I didn't love the voiceover. I hated the voiceover. As soon as it started, <laughs> I was like, no. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, Filmmaker, we didn't need I it. am sorry. That yeah. was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It was unnecessary. It was, ooh, it's, it was like his, the, what, the, what he's saying is just laying out the conceptual level of what the movie was trying to do. And it's just like, please don't tell me. Like, yeah. I know. Like, if you've been successful in this movie... Yeah, we know already. Well, it was sort of like mm -hmm. the the adding that little clip of like chaos at the beginning of the movie, and then adding this voiceover at the end felt like sort of editing afterthoughts, where you're mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. "Well, we need to get something in. We need to get them into the action sooner. So let's toss that tag on." And here it's like, we don't want it to be unsatisfying, so let's kind of like, like just in case they aren't getting it, let's, let's let it. Yeah, stay. and so it's sort of like, I felt both of those were a mistake because I think the movie's strong enough yeah. to not need that kind of frame. To get the point across, yeah. you know. But even with that, I still I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yes. All right. I yes, surprisingly good. I felt the same way too. As soon when it started, I kept waiting for the turn of it to be like dumb, and it yeah. just it never happened. So well, because yeah. it has, it does legitimately have the kinds of things that are dumb, and they were dumb. Yeah. But there was a sort of a level of self awareness about yeah. it that still wasn't yeah. even like making a bad horror movie even though you know it's a bad it was still somehow sort yeah. of intelligent yeah well i think it comes down to writing because i think the dialogue was pretty good throughout yeah. you know yeah and i think but for me it was like the camera the stuff they did with the camera yes um and the way that they like it wasn't all the time but there were some scenes that were just so intentional where you like I feel like if we went back and watched we would see no one looking at Tracy right. for a moment right. yeah. you know and the, the way that they had people look True. and then not look True. and I thought it was well filmed yeah, yeah there were there were a lot of things about it like about the the filmmaking that felt very independent movie were sort of like you have to figure out an interesting way to do this that yeah. like a bigger studio would do just like easy, like computer or mm -hmm. cut it or whatever. But like how Brian Austin green disappears. And when you see it, it's just, they're, they're surrounded by darkness. And he actually, you, I mean, you, he, the actor has to have just like stepped back into yeah. the darkness and you sort of see the movement and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, Oh, well, yeah. He just stepped back. It sort of feels like it's mm -hmm. part of the whole experience of watching the movie. And the same kind of thing with what's her face in the bed, because you do see what's going on there. And then like the the way that the the sheets go down. I don't know. It just mm -hmm. felt like they were doing yeah. like, trying to make interesting choices because they couldn't afford to do yeah. something yeah, easy. Well, one of the things mm -hmm. that I, from a writing standpoint, that I really appreciated was even who we get down to in the final two. Like, I think the obvious tropey thing to do would have been 
Brian Austin Green and his ex, mm-hmm. you know, and have it be mm-hmm. kind of like a, a romancy kind of thing. And they didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. got rid of both of the potential love interests and it ended up with this woman who I don't even think he spoke to before they yeah. were like the two of them together. And they had good I was chemistry. not expecting her they to did. be the last exactly. one. And they did have good chemistry and it was like just this platonic thing of like, yeah. well, you know, we're the last two. It's like the friends in the friend group who talk to each other the least are the ones who were like holding down the fort at the end. And I just thought that was really clever. Yeah. So it sounds like our verdict is all on the same page here. We all yeah. pretty happy with this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the more solid things we've watched for this for podcast. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Um, it reminded me of two things okay. that I wanted to mention. Okay. One was um, the movie Cabin in the Woods, which... I found to be very, very scary, but it's one of those, like, it reminded me of that because they're very in the, it's like friends go to this cabin Mm -hmm. in the woods Mm -hmm. and it's like this mountain resort and like, no matter what they do, they are unable to leave kind of thing. So if you like scary movies, go watch that. And then before it got supernatural, it was reminding me of the book, The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. Okay. Which I loved. Okay. Which is about... Friends going to a mountain resort <laughs> together. Oh, that's good similarities. Do we need to go to a mountain um, resort together? Well, I yeah. think maybe. <laughs> maybe. We did stay at a weird bed and breakfast in Ohio together once. That's true. We did. Yes, we did. When we went to see the monkeys. Anyway, I mean, I, I kept thinking of, you know, Agatha Christie and then there were none. Because I think it, mm. it kind of builds. And even having a character come back as like a red herring is very oh, yeah. much like from that story. But um, no, I thought it. I thought it stood on its own very well. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Hillary, you're our guest. So please, uh, what is your 90210 snap? I think my snap is the refrigerator thing. Oh. Because mm. my favorite thing in scary movies is when you can sort of see what is going to happen yeah. and you just sort of ride that wave. Because when <laughs> when she wasn't there, or no, when she hadn't disappeared when they closed it, I was like they need to open that again and then close it and she's gone. And I like watched it happening and then it closed it and she was gone. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was so on it. I just loved experiencing that moment. So that's my, that's my favorite. Okay. Pretty good. Kendra. Um, I'll give it to the, the scene uh, where he drags Noah out. Mm. Of the yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was really like the, I, you know, we had like one sequence of like violence, Yeah, you know, and I, mm. again, well done. So yeah, that makes sense. I think I got to give it to the, um, the strip poker, him going behind the bar that was good. because mm. he disappears and there's like a beat before I realized what mm-hmm. was happening. And then I was like, Oh, he's going to yeah. be gone. And I just, you know, that wasn't the best of those, but like it came at just the right time and yeah. it was done so well. So I got to give it to that. That's good stuff. Nice. Okay. Well, Hillary, um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Tell me a little bit about previously on X-Men. Where are you going to be? Hillary? Kendra? Oh, no. Did you stop looking at Hillary? You're sitting right <laughs> next to her. Well, I was looking into the... Oh. She's your wife. Well, I know that that on previously on X-Men, Hillary and theoretically Sally Jacoby Murphy are going to be talking about giant size X-Men first class number one. Uh, and it's a series of comics that are homages to classic horror movies, but with the X-Men. So you can go listen to them on previously on X-Men. If they're both gone, does that mean we have to take over that podcast? I think it does. Because yeah. I don't think I'm prepared think for that. We could try. We could, we could make it happen. Coming up on this Endorian Life, we're going to be talking about a fan film called Ewok Hunt, 
which is sort of Ewok Blair Witchy. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and that's where you can find me. And then we're going to be back here next week with episode 27. I only have eyes for you. Kendra, what about you? What are you up to these days? Well, I'm Miss Musicbox 91 on Twitter. And I also have a podcast called 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk 90s music. Uh, and Kendra, when can we expect that 90s music got me like? Because I know fans are chomping at the bit for it. Kendra? Kendra? 901, here we go.